Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Extraordinary Ordinary Podcast. Um, so I'm back again this week. Uh, this past week and a half has been pretty chill for me because I'm done with three classes in the first half of the semester, and now, like, suddenly, I am so free. Like, I have too much time on my hands than I should. And so it's just it just feels weird because, you know, I think I, I heard about this from somewhere that, you know, give more work to a person who is already busy and she will complete them all. And so it's kind of like when you don't have anything to do, you feel like lethargic and you feel like you don't want to do anything, which is weird. Um, but anyway, so today I am going to talk about creativity and technology and AI and how that kind of blend together. Um, I feel like this is like a really a topic that kind of branched out of my usual things that I talk about because I I normally I am normally very philosophical and like and like talking about like the emotional stuff. But I like I stumble upon this reading, um, this like writing piece of writing, and then. I was studying AI in one of my class, and so I just find it real interesting. And so I'm going to talk about it today, and I hope you like it. Um, and so the reason why I want to talk about AI, about technology, about creativity, suddenly is because creativity is something that is very near, <clears throat> very near and dear to my heart. Um, ever since I was small, I've always considered myself very creative. Like I like writing, um, I like drawing, kind of thinking of ridiculous things, like coming up with this crazy ideas in my head, and kind of like arranging, like friends play dates, like when I was very small, but in a very creative way. And I feel like it's just I want I want to work in something creative, and I think <clears throat> um, a lot of people. A lot of friends who know me, they wouldn't necessarily know that I do all of that. But for myself, I know that I really, I really like creative, creative work. And especially when, or like any type of work that doesn't have a certain set of rules or like restrictions or like guidelines to follow. I just, I just don't like rules. Like I just want to do things my way. Um, and so, you know, coming to college and facing this reality that in order to kind of be financially viable and to be able to find a proper job post-graduation, it is wise to study something in kind of technology realm or like more analytical sci or like math or computer science, engineering, things like that. And I'm not doing any of those. But business is business is somewhat... It kind of somewhat, I think a mix of both like rules and creativity, but being in a corporate setting, there's not a lot of flexibility um, to be creative. But anyway, like I doesn't, for me personally, I don't feel business as a very creative thing, especially if I'm just going to work for another company or work for other people. Um, and so I stumble upon this writing the New York Times writing and it talk about AI 
threat to white collar jobs and if you don't know ai is artificial intelligence and it is typically defined as the ability of a machine to perform cognitive functions we associate with human minds such as reasoning learning and problem solving and so when we talk about ai we sometimes talk about machine learning and so again machine learning is algorithm detect part patterns and learn how to make predictions and recommendations by processing data and experiences rather than by receiving explicit programming instructions so it kind of like the machine learn for itself and it will be able to make decisions by itself like knowing what portfolio what stock is doing well or like knowing what type of content do you want on your social media or like what movie you want on netflix things like that and so this is kind of has been like a buzzword thing recently and a lot of people are worrying about technology about automation about ai replacing human jobs and i think this is a real concern especially if you're in first world countries like america or the uk or like germany um, or japan because Technology in these countries, it is developing so quickly and, you know, companies are pressured to kind of meet the shareholders' expectations, revenues, and profits, and you can't afford to fall behind and you can't afford to um, lose money or not perform well. So they will always push for things that are cheaper, um, that are more effective, that are more productive, and apparently using technology especially in kind of manufacturing is first of all more efficient than humans um, and it will be less expensive in the long run too so that's that's what a lot of company have opted for and so when we talk about automation we're kind of concerned about many blue-collar workers which are people who do manual labor um, it could be skill or it could be unskilled whether it is working in like a fulfillment center. So if you know, Amazon has these crazy fulfillment centers with all kind of these specially designated bins and kind of aisles and shelves. And they use these super smart robots that kind of run around and kind of pick, um, like pick the items and kind of transport the items, just like stamped everything and like sent it out to customers all over the u.s and like all over the world too but basically they are able to make their system and their process with kind of fulfillment so fast and so efficient and so effortless that you know they don't they don't need human in that they don't need people worker in that i think in each fulfillment there are only like a handful of um people workers and so yes um a big concern is for blue collar workers. But I was reading this New York Times article and they they say that, you know, the story is more nuanced than just worrying that automation is only going to take these kind of manual labor workers. Um so of course, those people are the ones who are most exposed but there was there was a study published by the Brookings Institution that looks at that that I'm sorry that look at the degree to which professions are exposed to AI, um, and they compare 
they compare their job descriptions with the capabilities of AI. Um, and they found that AI will be, quote, a significant factor in the future work lives of relatively well-paid managers, supervisors, and analysts, including those in relatively technical roles. Um, what this means is that AI will have the ability, I mean, not replacing, but it will be able to do the tasks of these managers, supervisors, and analysts really, really well. Um, and that's kind of surprising to me because I thought that, you know, these type of like typical technical roles, they're like the most certain that they won't be affected by like technology, like about machines replacing human jobs. Um, but apparently people who have, so in this finding, people who have bachelor degrees would be exposed to AI over five times more than workers with only a high school degree. So that is interesting to me. Um, and so, yeah, so the writing continued on to say that, quote, a lot of math, science, technology, and business roles involve operating a power plant, um, maximizing efficiency, running an ad campaign to minimize cost per click. So basically marketing. So if you know, if you know about like marketing or anything these days, you know that marketing is originally is more about like the creativity and kind of more like feel having this hunch or having this intuition about the whole how to like um, sell to people and how to understand people. But more and more, especially with digital marketing, it's more about analytics. It's more about understanding how to like maximize your SEO, SCO, SEO, whatever. Um, so that is like search engine optimization so that your page will land on the top of Google or like how to maximize your ad um, budget to gain most customers and things like that. And it's not just about creativity anymore, but a lot of it is just about data analytics. Even people like data data scientists, those who may not necessarily be, be the traditionally creative people that you think of, they're now working in marketing because that is so needed. Um, and so this is this reading is very interesting to me because they tell me that technology and AI will affect like the white collar roles, so the office people, the managers, um, and basically not all of us are, not everyone is immune to this new technology. And I, I think I kind of take comfort in this fact because I, I'm not a big fan of like being too analytical. Like, I'm trying to like branch out of my comfort zone and doing more analytics, learning about the technology, learning about like coding and all that kind of stuff. But I know that for me, it's not what I'm naturally good at and I don't really love it. Um, and so this, this finding is very exciting. And when you think about it though, why are computers being able to not, have re not replace, but being able to do these type of tasks that very, very highly trained people who have a lot of education um, are able to do. And once we once thought that those type of very high capability roles will not be impacted by technology, but now it is actually one of the things that computers are the best at is because computers are very, very good at following rules 
um, like solving equations, doing math, doing things that following a, like following a strict procedures and just kind of repeating, repeating and going through these iterations so that they kind of perfect it. And a lot of these things, for example, like finance, financial analysts, even if you're really, really good in math, you probably won't be able to beat a computer in kind of analyzing the financial market because they are able to pull the insane amount of information and kind of analyze it and look at kind of scan everything at once and be able to make this decision in a very short amount of time and probably much more accurate than a human being can do. Um, but when you look on the flip side of it, what can't computers do or like what things um, computers are not good at? So it is things that people find trivial, for example, like recognizing faces, understanding speech, um, identifying objects and images. Of course, the computers are getting better at this, but generally these are the things that computers are not very good at. And the stuff that human beings find really easy, like walking, um, and when there's like no set rules or like there's no specific procedures or kind of, um, I don't know, like regulations that we have to follow, we're usually very good at, like writing or like creative process. And so this is where, this is why I'm being very excited about this is that, um, right now what we used to think that our value skills like for example finance financial analytical skills or finding the efficiency of a process or a factory or math the things that we used to like highly value and kind of respect the people who kind of follow these um, profession because it is such a valuable thing in society it is the things that computers can do. Um, and so what what can computers do? That is the, the creative things, the thing, the qualities that only human can have, the unique qualities of human. I also listened to this video. Um, what video was that? It was a McKinsey video. <laughs> it was for one of my class. And it was this woman who is the head of computer science at Princeton University. Um, she talked about how AI like can impact, have an impact on like humankind and like work and education. And so she talked about how, of what artificial intelligence, what is AI not good at? And so the two things that are harder for the machine to do, number one is exhibit creativity. Um, and number two is social skills and perceptiveness. And as for creative creativity, machines may behave in ways that seem creative. Um, for example, when they make like a move in a game of chess or something, but those are just born out of kind of numerous time of trying um, evaluation of the underlying data. And so it's just, it's not pure cre creativity like humans do. It's not just like a spark of thought or like a spark of creative thing that we want to do um and this finding basically i'm very fascinated of course like i do recognize that in this day and age you can't just say that 
oh my god like i don't like numbers or i don't like technology so i'm not gonna study them like i don't care you can't you can't do that like you have to learn how to speak the language of the modern world aka a lot of technical stuff which could be um challenging i think um one of the things that everyone it's kind of like a new language that everyone especially young people has to speak right now is kind of coding language whether it is python or like i don't know php html <laughs> i don't know not language sql but having those kind of essential skills are important but then what makes you stand out after all is really what makes you a person what makes you a human the creativity and your ability to think differently than a machine the ability to be inventive to be innovative and this i think this is a big opportunity for creative people for creative minds because if you're just following the rules if you're just doing the analysis you won't be any different from a computer and computer can do things so much better than you can but if you can add like a little bit of creativity something different something like humane into it you know you will be a very valuable kind of person slash employee slash contributor to society and not just in business and like not just in a type of more technical more corporate setting but just like generally if you're a creative person if you're like a designer if you're like a writer like a painter or an artist or a photographer or a filmmaker i feel like this is this is kind of like a sweet spot it's like a perfect place to be because you are able to do the things that machines can't do you are able to bring kind of conjure emotions out of people inspire people um being able to connect with people with like the elements with like the colors and sounds and perspectives and thoughts that machine can hardly do and it is i think when technology grow to a certain point people will get sick of it and like we will really miss the human connection we will really miss like the very personal thing that we are and so the creative people with this with these ability with these unique abilities and with their perspective of creating these like amazing inventive imagery and like visual things or like a very good writing that appeals to people emotions I feel like they will be cherished and they will be kind of value more once we reach the point where machines are able to replace a lot of people's work. And I'm very excited for this because I consider myself creative and I I maybe I'm just like painting a, a rosy picture so that I can feel good about myself, but I I feel like for a long time artists and creatives have always been dubbed as like kind of these unrealistic people um like the starving artists who would rather die of like lack of money or like hunger than selling out or doing something more quote-unquote practical but there's there's value there are values to that um human being generally can't just subsist on kind of eating working sleeping like 
we need we need like emotions like we need inspiration we need art things like creative to make us happy that's what makes us human and and so i think what it's good for us to do now is of course still being fluent or like just familiar with the modern languages of technology but we should put more emphasis on creativity we should put more emphasis on kind of inventiveness and the ability to think out of the box and this is so important and just learning the skills that a machine can't do like pick up a book read a book um i don't know sing um write i think writing is something very unique and it gives me a lot of personal satisfaction but that's up to you i feel like learning more and enrich your knowledge by yourself it, it would really help in the long long run try to be more creative um think out of the box just give yourself um, give yourself more room to be human just to do the things that are emotional just do the things that make you feel good because it's you know it, it makes human feel good like you don't always have to kind of crunch the numbers or doing statistics or i don't know doing the things that I, a lot of the a lot of the, my friends from home come to the u.s to do and i mean i know that it's it's very practical you will do great things and i know like there are some people who actually like it but i feel like a lot of them kind of we're pressured to follow a certain type of path because it's the only way for us to be successful or whatever but i think you know making more room for creativity that would be great um i i'm doing that i want to do more of that for myself and while still learning and being more fluent in the more technical skills okay okay um so that is all i have for today episode it's kind of random but i just found this article and i think it's really interesting and so i just wanted to make a podcast out of it so i hope you guys like it if you have any comment please feel free to go to my instagram and send me a dm or facebook message me or email me or whatever um so thank you for listening